0: Welcome to Two Birds One Stone. Uh, today is December fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Cardinals lost. We lost. lost to the Rams, uh, thirty to twenty three on Monday Night Football. Zero two in primetime. Two not so good showings in front of the national media. Um, I don't know. What do you what What did you think about the game? We haven't we haven't talked about the game since it happened. So. Um,
1: our running game kind of got stifled. Yeah, that was... um, Kyler kind of sucked. To be flat out honest, he sucked. Didn't play very good. Um, I'm kind of starting to get a fear that he's not a bright light quarterback. He just never seems to really step up when he has to or needs to. Um, I feel like he got a lot of help to um, accept the DeAndre Hopkins drop on fourth down. He had a lot of help got to like AJ made like three or four big, huge, really good catches that made him look a lot better than what he did, but he just wasn't very good. I mean, that's just all there really is to say. He kind of sucked tonight, and you can't really have your starting quarterback suck and expect to
0: win a game. Uh, so Kyler was – the box score, I mean, doesn't tell you as much as watching the game, but he was 32 of 49, uh, 383 yards, no touchdowns, two picks, and he was sacked four times. So – I think that's the second most yardage he's had in the game, but they were – a lot of that's in the second half trying to come from behind. And a lot of that is because, like you said first, they didn't get the run game game going at all. James Conrad, 13 carries for 31 yards, um, two scores, but they were both down by the goal line. The thing about the Cardinals offense, like most offenses, is is like to be successful it's got to be balanced, obviously. And from the very beginning – the Rams front, we've been—I've been saying for weeks—that they're soft. They're a soft football team on both sides, mostly on the offensive line. Uh, but their defensive line hadn't been playing that well against the run. And then they stepped up in a game where the Rams like absolutely needed to win to hang in in the NFC West and really hang in in like the NFC kind of like contenders area. They came to play, and we had talked last week a lot about. Matthew Stafford and how he's got that terrible record against winning teams and he had kind of been playing poorly. Matthew Stafford played an awesome game. He was 23 to 30, 287, and three touchdowns. He just seemed so controlled a lot of the game. And their run game was efficient. It seemed like they were always yeah. ahead of the sticks, second and short, third and short. And what we talked about at the beginning of the season when we're kind of previewing the Rams was with Jared Goff, it's all play action boots and like using your run scheme to set up shots down the field. And this was literally the Jared golf Rams that we saw yep. uh, on Monday, instead of what we had been seeing the last few weeks, McVay got a little cute spreading it out too much. They got back to their roots. Uh, Sony Michelle had 80 yards, four yards of carry and they were in a good spot. It set up that long touchdown uh, to Van Jefferson. It set up a couple deep shots to Cooper cup and our secondary didn't play well. And we lost the game. Uh,
1: I think kind of what it ultimately boils down to is they needed it a lot more than we did, which we needed it. This is a game that we should have won and needed to win, but they really, really needed it. And I just uh, the most frustrating part is Kyler, which I kind of was a little bit too harsh. I don't think he played. It wasn't, played bad. It wasn't a good game, good. but it was it wasn't great. It was not it I was just, average. I think that. What, what didn't help him is all the – like, obviously, Aaron Donald was unstoppable. Max Garcia uh, has to pick it up. Sean Harlow, pick it up. Like, that – I know you're guarding Aaron Donald, but you get paid fucking millions of dollars to be of a, 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 a offensive lineman in the league. That's kind of your fucking job. They got absolutely bodied. It
0: was bad. He had – Aaron Donald had Tyler, 15 pressures.
1: 15 yeah, quarterback Absolutely pressure. bodied. I don't care how good – I mean, that's probably one of the best defensive players in the league, if not all time, but – come on. You're in the NFL. You know what I mean? I don't get, we talked you're about in this, the NFL.
0: Yeah. It was, it was a piss poor performance by the offensive line. Bad. Um, Kyler was sacked four times for a loss of 40 yards. But like I said, pressure all day, Aaron Donald with three of those sacks. And like I said, 15 pressures, which is insane. We talked about this few weeks. I noticed like Justin Pugh was active right guard or left guard. He's a guard. Justin Pugh. Uh, why, why have him activated if you don't, He's not ready to play. I get like emergency situations, but an emergency is when your team, like you said, is just getting dogged and Darren Donald's in the backfield every play. That's an emergency. Get the best guy if he's if he's healthy enough to be suited up. Get him out there and because they needed help and it was which it was really-
1: and it's not all on them. Kyler, I'm not gonna let this go.
0: Which I Kyler played shouldn't. like shit. He did not play great, good. But-
1: he it did was not bad. Play he had good.
0: Un, it was untimely. Obviously, you can't turn the ball over. Technically, they only had two turnovers—the two picks—but they also got stopped on fourth down. So that's four turnovers to none. You're not going to win football games when you're turning the ball over four times compared MVPs to zero.
1: MVPs don't don't turn the ball over on the five yard line of of the opponent. MVPs don't make terrible. That that second interception was terrible. The second one Absolutely was ten times excusable. worse than
0: the first because the first one it was. Hit.
1: I mean. Yeah, but either, there was no window there even if it wouldn't have got tipped. There was no I window. I just I wasn't I it left a kind of a bad bad taste in my mouth which I still have full faith in Kyler and the fact that he can take us to a Super Bowl or whatever, but it just kind of it kind of left a bad bad taste in my mouth whenever it come, him and big games just don't just can't seem to figure it out. Like what what's a big game that he's
0: Seahawks on Sunday night football? Yeah, he put up, no, he's put, he's put up. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm going to stop you there. It's not a big game thing just this year, even in the Packers game, he did have two picks, I believe. So that's, I mean, two turnovers there, but he had that final drive. It's fine. I mean, he had, he had two bad decisions this game and he had pressure in his face. It was, I'm not defending it. was, it was not his best game, but you would argue that's his worst game this of the season. Right. I would say. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, that's his first real stinker. And, uh, He still put up 383 and he ran for 61. He was running for his life the majority of the game. We do, we did, you did mention AJ Green, which we'll get to later, is going to have to have a bigger role going forward the rest of the season. But he had what seven catches for 102 yards or something. something. He was making plays. And James Conner in the passing game was also effective. He had nine catches for 94 yards. Crazy. But it's just like the decision. I was also,
1: I was just kind of disappointed with cliff in this game more than almost anybody i just feel like it was kind of the offense was kind of vanilla it was kind of very predictable it's just kind of whenever you're playing a team that you've already played before in your division it's on prime time i feel like you just gotta mix it up it just seemed like shit that we've seen over and over and over again it just and mcveigh's too good of a coach to just let cliff do the same shit every week you know what i mean it's just there was nothing that in ever, almost every game that I've watched Cliff coach this year, there's been points where I'm like, man, that was a good call. Man, that was that was a, a good time to call that play. That was um, whatever. But this game, there was no moments where – there was more moments where what the fuck are you doing, like kick the field goal or why Imagine would you that. call that play on third and whatever um, than there has been all season. And I, I just kind of think all around it was a disappointing game, except for A.J. A. Green who – absolutely balled out and played out of his mind. He made um, a huge difference uh, without him. I don't think the game's
0: even, it, it's not going to be close. He was in, he made plays at the opportune moment. That's what like the, the total storyline of this game is the Cardinals didn't make plays when they like absolutely had to Yeah. both. They were over two and fourth down, as I said, the second one, um, when they're, when they're driving. in, I think they're in the game at that point, they might've been down seven, uh, with like nine to go in the fourth quarter. That was the Hopkins drop a quick slant. Kyler put it on him. It, I think it hit off his face mask. Yeah. Kirk dove and he almost caught it. And that, I mean, you look back, obviously you kicked the field goal. If you kicked the field goal there, then at the end of the game, who knows what could have happened. You only needed three or whatever, but we'll get to like the end of the game. Now the Cardinals are down 10 points and they're driving and they're in field goal range. This was this this was the second fourth down, and it's fourth and fourth and one something like that, and uh, they don't get it. The Rams get the ball back and they milk clock. If you would have kicked the field goal in that spot right there, it's a one score game. He did, it was like a fifty three yarder. Prater was already good from fifty three twice so far in the game. Instead of try, like he didn't even hesitate right after they missed. Kyler's turning it up and they go and they don't get it and then it's Rams ball. And they milk clock out. If you kick the field goal there, that changes everything. But even besides that, the Cardinals end up do getting a stop, a huge sack by Zach Allen forces a punt. The Cardinals drive down the field. They've got no timeouts left. There's a minute fifteen left, something like that, and they're in field goal range already. Instead, they take a few more shots, waste more time. Keller has a, hu- a few long scrambles that kill clock, and they they not only they don't. They kick the field goal, but they're running the field goal team on because the last play is stopped in bounds. They kick the field goal, and it they're down seven now with thirty-seven seconds left. Instead of being down seven with a minute fifteen left, that's just like weird clock situational stuff. That's
1: yeah, that's, yeah, that's a, a kind of again makes to my point about Cliff like on Sunday or Monday. It's just that kind of stuff just does not make sense. I'm fine with them going for it on that, on that fourth down. Um, I'm fine with that. I just did not like the play call. I get it. You, I feel like you, you run the ball fucking up the throat on a fourth of one situation, especially whenever you have James Conner. I agree with that, but I feel like in situations like that, you always have to give Kyler the option to take it himself or throw it. Cause I feel like he's proven himself enough that he's quick and shifty enough where he can make it happen if he doesn't see it. And I don't, whenever I saw that play, it did not look like any kind of option. It was handed to James Conner. Let him try and get it. You have to give him an option to be able to pull it because Cliff can't see what he sees. Kyler is the only one. He's in the best position on the entire field to make the judgment if, Oh, give to James first down easy, or I can pull this and easily get it myself or I can throw it and easily get the first down. You have to put the responsibility in his hands. He's a third-year quarterback. He's seen. He's played a lot of football in the NFL. It's not. He's not a rookie anymore. You have to give him the decision to hand it or take it. I. I. That's kind of what I, I think. He's I the most dangerous fourth-down and and, and red-zone uh, quarterback in the league. You have to give him the option to take it or give
0: it. Yeah. Um. Like like you said, I didn't. Whenever they kept the offense on the field, I wasn't. I, I thought it was just like every other, like I always encourage, I mean, you go for the percentage of you getting that is probably 80, 20. And that was the 20%. And like I said, they force a stop. They end up getting a field goal after chewing a lot of clock off. Um, and they fucking get the onside kick at that point. I'm sitting in my living room and they I'm already pissed. Cause like kick the, get the three, you need two scores, get the three and get try an onside kick with as much time as you can. I was already pissed off that they would chew so much clock. It's like, OK, they got the three games over, though. It's 30 to 27 with 37 seconds left and we're kicking off. And then they fucking get the onside kick. It's like, God damn it. Now I have to now there's still hope and now I have to get more like emotionally invested. And it's not just cut the cut it off. It's over. You lost. Now you're still hanging on and you have to wait. We've seen it before. So it's like, who knows? Maybe it's another Bill saying maybe they can make something happen. Uh, I think they 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 moved the ball. Uh, I don't remember who caught the ball. They had a or Kyler had a long run holding next play false start. Oh. It just it was ugly. Yeah. And then they do completed, I think, to Zach Ertz over the middle. The whole offense is running up as if to spike it. I think there's like, like 10 seconds and counting because the clock's still running. And Kyler goes into shot. Like Kyler doesn't run under the center. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? What are you doing? What are you doing? And he still stays back there, stays back there. And then he spikes the ball and the receivers are just standing there. They thought he was going to spike it. Yeah. He drops back. The offensive line, I think, thought he was going to spike it because there's immediately pressure yeah. all up in his face. He circles, circles, and then Aaron Donald obviously is there and it ends. It was just like a so unorganized. It was what we saw. Yeah. Cliff's rookie season and the yeah. second year, like, just a, just all over the place. It didn't. Yeah. I, it was ugly. Um, Another not – I feel like I'm
1: hating on Cliff a lot this episode, but I, I feel it's well warranted. It just seems that they're playing like a team who's never been there, like never been in this spot before, which I know they haven't. And I want I you to keep know this is Cliff's third year.
0: This is one game. Like I want you to keep – you don't say I understand like they're playing – they play. Is, they play. This has been game.
1: a – this has been like kind of been an ongoing trend. I feel like whenever shit gets chaotic, whenever it's chaotic, whenever – you always see Kyler or you always see the receivers going like up in the air. They don't know what to do. I feel like whenever shit is going crazy and being chaotic, it's always like, so crazy. Like I've never gotten the feeling even in like in any of these close games where it's been calm. Like I've never, like whenever you watch Aaron Rodgers play in the fourth quarter, driving down the field to, to win the game, it's calm. I never, ever get the feeling of, they're prepared for a situation like this, know what's going on. They're prepared. Like, like they know they've been here before. They know, like, I've never gotten that, which the other side of that, they're still really young. You have to Cliff's system. And a third year coach colors, a third year quarterback, a lot of young players on the roster, but I feel like that kind of falls on cliff to be able to be able to prepare his players to be ready for crazy shit. Like you never see a bill, a, a bill fucking Belichick coach team act like that like they never get false starts get holding get shit like that all in a row
0: whenever they needed to like the least you know what i mean that was like that was what this game was you the packers game where they were at the one yard line they drive all the way down and the lone the oldest guy on the offense was the one that made the mistake and against packers aj green i didn't have i didn't see that there like i get what you're saying but i just feel like i've seen that
1: too much for to i i, I just feel like i see that too much i've always gotten the vibe that it's. That they're not ready for, like they're not ready for like that chaotic. Oh, we're down. We need to score. Like this situation, this is happening. Do we spike it? Do like I just feel like that falls on Cliff, and that's the last thing bad I'll say about Cliff. I didn't.
0: I didn't hear. I think Kyler said that it was just a miscommunication on the spike or whatever. But I, the only thing I could see why you don't spike it is if the defense is kind of if you just go instead of giving the defense a chance to settle, but. That's you that's not even a hail, that's not even a spot where you can throw the ball that far. Like you have to like spike it, give yourself a few seconds, draw something up because odds are you're gonna have to do some backwards passing, some backyard bullshit type type of play. But I don't know. I think well, in that situation, like I said, there's 37 seconds left with no timeout. So any completion, anything that you don't stop the clock, it is gonna look hectic. Guys are running up trying to get their spots. Like, I don't know, I understand what you're saying, but it was tough. It was a game where the, the Rams did need it more, like you said, but it was a chance for the Cardinals to, end, like I said, end the division. We talked about it last week. If they won last night, it would, would have been nearly impossible for the Rams to come back. Now the Rams are are split. We don't have the tiebreaker head-to-head, and they're only a game behind us. Um, we'll get into uh, the schedules later on. But 10-3, and three, you know, I mean – if you would have told me that we split with the Rams and we're undefeated the rest of the other division games, you take that every single time. It's just the way that it happened is is shitty. The way that the yeah. team set up Jalen Ramsey seen, out. It, I've just it,
1: seen such good football played from them, and to see shit like this just really pisses me off. That's why I get so That's why I get so pissed and get so nitpicky and naggy is because I've seen how good they can play and they have played. But whenever shit like this happens, it just pisses me off. That's, yeah, And I still don't know what –
0: so the Cardinals lose the one seed, obviously, because uh, the Packers are also 10-3 and um, and they had a head-to-head over the Cardinals. Somehow the Bucs are above us. Yeah,
1: I saw them figure that out. It might
0: come down to point differential, I think. And I think the Bucs is 113 to the Cardinals 112. I literally yeah. think it's that close. So, who knows what happens the rest of the way out. Um, we'll get into where we're sitting later on. But, um, but this brings me back up uh, for whoever fucking wanted the Packers to uh, lose to the Rams a few weeks ago. Do you realize now how fucking stupid that was? If the Packers did lose to the Rams a few weeks ago, we would be in a much worse spot. So, we're still a full game ahead in the division. We still have a decent kind of road to win the, to win the West. Um, we'll just have to take care of business the rest of the way out. Yep. Um, some kind of closing notes from the game. James Conner and DeAndre Hopkins had some, some injuries towards the end of the game. I believe James Conner's just um, got a little banged up an ankle, but he's day-to-day. I believe he'll be practicing. But DeAndre Hopkins, it came out. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeted today. He has a knee sprain, and he will be out for the remainder of the regular season. Uh, He's seeking a second opinion on it after uh, talking to a doctor. So that sucks. Yeah, that does.
1: Um, I know whenever you look at his numbers this year, not eye-popping, but the biggest role he had was, I mean, attractive attracting all the attention and opening up shit for ron dale or for aj or for christian kirk or whoever um that's really gonna suck um thank god we got a guy like zach ertz who can somehow fill a role there um and then what you said earlier maybe larry legend comes back and makes an appearance how sweet that's, would that
0: be that's what i've seen a lot of on online and there's, there's a weird pushback against it i mean obviously it's a pipe dream to have larry come back A lot of people I'm seeing are like, it's over, let it go. Like, he's not coming back. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it does kind of make sense. Like, the Cardinals lose a receiver for the rest of the year. No, he's not going to play outside where Hopkins would. You move AJ out there. You're moving moving Wesley out there is what's going to happen because AJ's already out there, so it'll be Wesley and AJ. So, I mean, you're going to – like, Wesley was just playing like he was – whenever Hopkins or AJ needs a breather, Wesley goes in or whatever – what fucking Fitzgerald can be that, like, I don't see it happening, but if there was ever a time we talked about, it, I think like week five, I was like, okay, it's over. Let it go. Unless injuries happen. Well, an injury happened. Uh, I don't know. I don't expect it to happen. I think it'd be fucking damn cool. I don't know why people are so pessimistic about it. I don't expect it can like make a
1: huge difference in the locker room too. Like I just feel like he would kind of keep heads up and like, listen, guys, I've been on some shitty fucking football teams and you guys are still 10 and three and, the three seed in the best in the, <clears throat> the NFC three, like your, your top five team in the league. Um, I feel like that would almost be more
0: beneficial than anything else. Give them a little, little juice, little kick yeah. in the rear end. I mean, fuck, no, I'm not even going to pretend. I would love to see it. I'm not going to like, Oh, we'll see. I would, that'd be awesome. I don't know how yeah. any Cardinal fan wouldn't just like to see him suited up at least one more time. Even if it's fits just for these four games and whatever happens in the playoffs. But I mean, we spent time talking about fits. We're not going to dwell on it too long because it is, I would say pretty far fetched, but who knows what the hell can happen? We've we've yeah. we've never seen anything like that before, but uh, who knows? So that's D Hop goes down against the Rams. We always get fucking just screwed by the Rams when it comes to injuries. Tyron Matthews' first ACL tear was against the Rams. His first one. Uh, Carson Palmer, the season where they started nine and one, tears his ACL against the Rams. Uh, Carson Palmer, I think, broke his arm or was it a hand? Second time against the Rams yeah. knocked him out for the year, and now DeAndre Hopkins, what the fuck, dude? Why is it always the Rams? Fuck the Rams. <sighs> I saw somebody said it doesn't matter what happens, you rest everybody against the Rams because some catastrophic injury is going to happen along I the think way. Hop, I game. think Hop's
1: been hurt for a while. I don't think that this was a just happened in that well, game. Well, the knee is new for a while.
0: That's new. It was a hamstring.
1: I don't know. I feel like he's I would been think banged up pretty bad for a while.
0: The whole thing was like beginning of the year. Hop, don't miss games, and of course that came to bite us in the ass. He's missed multiple. So, I mean, if I were to ask you, here's an interesting question: If I were to ask you who you would rather have out for the season, James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins, who would you pick? Andre Hopkins. That's kind of what I was thinking. And that's no knock against DeAndre Hopkins. He might be the best receiver in the NFL. The value of a receiver is so. James Conner's like inconsistent 70% of our offense. Especially, I mean, in that game, it was crazy. James Conner has 16 total touchdowns, and it does seem like from the time Kyler went out and Hopkins went out uh, the first time, from then he's been the like focus of the offense. And yeah. that's not that he wasn't doing anything before that. He was still scoring a lot of touchdowns. But as Chase went out and he kind of stepped up, it's been – fucking we talked about his one-handed catches last week so much and another huge one against the Pat or the Rams on Monday night. He's been so impressive and I would agree. I would rather have a healthy James Conner to finish out the regular season probably than Hopkins. Just cuz and it does we do have a, a lot of other talent in the receiving room too so that yeah helps that decision that but do. hopefully Conner can play against Detroit Sunday and is good to go the rest of the way out. I think I think it was just a, his ankle got rolled uh, up yeah. on one of the last plays but so that's kind of a, a Rams wrap-up and Fitzgerald kind of shit. So we'll go to um, the Rams schedule the rest of the way out. Let me get it pulled up. The Cardinals have the uh, the Lions, the Colts, the Cowboys, and the Seahawks the rest of the way sitting at 10-3. and three. And the Seahawks have the Vikings, Ravens, The Seahawks, Vikings, Ravens, and Niners. So pretty comparable schedules. I would still say the Cardinals is probably a little tougher with the Colts would, and the Cowboys. Disagree. Really?
1: Yeah, I mean, you got two division games, and then the Vikings are definitely not an easy team, and the Ravens are probably top <laughs> couple best teams in the – or best team in the AFC. Maybe I'm overlooking the Seahawks a bit. Um, but. I think you – yeah, I mean, it's it's a division divisional game. I don't know. Cardinals, there's two. Uh, who we got? You said Lions, Clones, Lions Colts, Cowboys, Cowboys Seahawks. And Seahawks uh for sure winning the lions which will kind of boost us up a little bit um i feel like we match up against the cowboys pretty well especially if Pollard's still hurt i don't know what his timetable is um seahawks we already kind of proved what we can do to them earlier which it is a divisional game too but colts is a big one i'm worried about which I mean you've kind of talked about before with jonathan yeah. taylor and how big of a bc he is but we've proven it can-,
0: can we lose and still win the division I really only think we've got one or one maybe to spare to be safe. Like, I'm not like – I don't see the – I see the Rams. I think the toughest game for the Rams on the schedule is the finale against the Niners. I think the Ravens are frauds. The Vikings are a tough team, and they'll have the Seahawks at home. And, well, the Niners game is also at home. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking at it as, like, pessimistic, but I don't think this is – a murderer's row for them. Well, I've I've seen the Rams play
1: bad football too. Um, they've just start kind of started to pick it up lately. But I've seen the Rams not play very good. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not panicking about the division. I still have my eyes set on the on the number one seed. Um, we're hope for a Packers loss, hope for a Bucks loss, obviously. Um, but I'm not too worried about the division to be honest with you. I think the hardest game we have is the Colts. Um. Cowboys, I'm not honestly not really too worried about at all.
0: Okay, so then the Packers have the Browns, the Ravens, Browns, Vikings, and Lions. Where's their loss coming from? I could
1: see I could see the Browns beating them. Um, they're going to be at home in that game. The Ravens with a healthy Lamar, I think, could could put up a fight. Well, they play this weekend.
0: I don't know if Lamar will be healthy, but um, that's in Baltimore. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I've, I'm at the point where it's, it's weird to say it as an Arizona Cardinal fan, but I'm setting sights on the postseason. I would agree with you that the division is still ours to lose. We have to, I mean, we, if we lose, the Rams have to clean up the mess, like, and that's not a guarantee. They do have a, a, I guess, above average and difficulty schedule going the rest of the way out. But, I am. I'm a little. I don't know. I'm a little concerned. We'll see what happens. But uh, I feel
1: like if if you get us in the playoffs, it'll be a, we'll be fine. I think it's going to be fine. I think we'll still win the division. I still have not given. I mean, fuck. We're tied for the like. what what we're, we're not in first in the NFC off a of technicality, like off off a of loss to the Packers. We have the same record. Was the best teams in the NFC? There's. It's kind of weird. Weird to think that any. Like weird to lose any kind of hope in the, in the NFC, you know what I mean? It's going to be hard.
0: I don't think the Packers, they might lose one more. One Packers lost in the Cardinals win. I'm expecting that would mean the Cardinals have to win out and the Packers only have to lose one. And I don't expect that to, I, I expect the Cardinals to lose one of the Cowboys or Colts. And I'm that's basically just setting myself up to not be too upset when it happens, when I'm trying to enjoy my Christmas on Christmas day, uh, That'll fucking ruin Christmas. I'll be so sad the rest of the day. But good thing it's a night game. Um, But I don't know. I'm trying to. I guess I'm trying to set myself up to where if they do finish with the three or even the four seed, if the pack or if the Cowboys do beat us, um, that it's not too much much of a disappointment. Um, So whatever happens, happens. When you get to playoffs, anything can happen. I mean, the fucking this time in 2008, the Cardinals lost 47 to seven to the Patriots, and then they go on that run. So. It is a. It does feel like a, every loss feels like a sky is falling type thing, um, but that's not the case this year, especially yeah. with. Where so we're like right w-
1: whenever you've been so successful, every loss will feel like, "Oh my god, this is the end of the world. We fucking suck." But it's not. I've been very pessimistic this episode, and very down and angry. But trust me, my friends, it's not that bad. We're still ten and three, and we're still right in the mix of it. For the we're in the thick of
0: it. Into the thick of it. Um, um, I forgot to do this when we're doing the Rams game. So since we're getting positive, I'll do this. You, If I read the team stats, you would think the Cardinals won the game. Uh, the Cardinals outgained the Rams in total yards, 447 to 356. Uh, yards per play, 6.6 uh, 6 to 6. Uh, the Cardinals had more passing yards and more rushing yards. Um, time of possession. It was just the turnovers. And that's what cost them the game. So really, I mean, they outplayed the Rams. They just. I mean, it also is kind of crazy
1: that we turned the ball over what four times? Is what it was in total. Four,
0: technically, with the turnovers on downs, two picks, but the two turnovers on okay, downs. Okay, well, let's say four.
1: We turned the ball over four times, and our defense didn't create any turnovers. We was only lost by seven points.
0: Yeah. That's and you, you watch and watching that game, you're like, oh my god! Like Stafford is has all day to throw, and Kyler is just getting harassed. Stafford was sacked three times too and yeah. uh, Kyler was four like I said earlier so it wasn't like it wasn't this like I said as you're watching it seems so lopsided like it just felt like we're behind the eight ball from the beginning and it really wasn't the case like we, we you can make an argument that they I mean kind of outplayed them at times but like I said watching the game it never really felt like it but those numbers kind of make you feel better a little bit it always feels yeah. good to say that you outgained your opponent and you had time of possession that usually means wins, but not with, uh, not with the turnovers. So um, that's enough on the Cardinals Rams uh, enough on the Cardinals. We'll, we'll get to the the other around the league portion of the Cardinals podcast or the two birds, one stone podcast. Uh, if we did have a player of the week this week, I guess it would have been AJ green, but we said it before we, we don't give awards out to losers. Yep, and they lost. So get out of here. We're Stone Award this week. Um. Okay. So we'll start with. Uh, Steelers Vikings on Thursday night. Do you? That was so long ago. Now I feel like I don't even remember what six happened. Days ago, the Vikings won thirty six to twenty eight. Oh uh, no, shit.
1: Huh? You forgot about that? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't
0: even didn't remember that. Didn't even really I think play. it was close at the end. Big Ben had a good game or something. That like. It doesn't really matter. That. I think those are two teams that are probably missing the playoffs. Uh, but Vikings win uh, at home against Steelers. Uh, Ravens Browns. You, you want to just talk about that now? Actually, your parlay from last week. Um, we almost hit.
1: We almost because struck we're at the Browns. Um, so last week I had the Browns, the Washington football team, and what was my other one?
0: Bucks over Bills.
1: And the Bucks, obviously, Browns smoked them um the one by two. Oh, um and then the uh washington football team did not they got their ass kicked correct
0: lost by seven they came back at the end but
1: okay and then the bucks win on the last second tom brady classic overtime. tom brady overtime win like i said whenever i uh, said i was gonna place the bet you don't know, bet against tom brady and it almost worked out um like i said uh, we'll talk seven about the,
0: first, short. the one that i was well, the one you were right about was the one I was the most against that the Browns would beat the Ravens and Lamar Lamar, Lamar did go out in the first quarter. So like that kind of changed things, um, but the, the Browns got out to a, a huge lead. I think it was like, was it 24 to six, some, some big lead. And then the second yeah. half, they didn't score a point. Um, And the Ravens end up coming all the way back and making it a game. The Browns are seven and six. They're only a game back from Baltimore. I don't know if they yep. play again or not, but the Baltimore's eight and five. So who knows what happens with the AFC North? I believe they play the last week of the season. What's uh, Cincinnati? Cincinnati is also seven and six. Okay. So that division is crazy. up in the air, yeah. It'll be decided the last week. But um, Baker, I don't think did anything spectacular like usual. Uh, 22 or 32. 190 and two touchdowns with a pig. Um, Naturally. So nothing that's going to blow you away, but did enough to win the game. So Browns beat the Ravens. um Titans beat the Jags 20 to nothing. Do you read the story of, I mean, there's so much Urban Meyer shit going on right now <laughs> and there's no way he's coming back next year, but no, uh Josh Lambeau, longtime Jaguars kicker doesn't kick for him anymore. So that he was, so that he was stretching in training camp. Or uh, midseason or something practice. And Urban just came up and like kicked him in the leg. Now he said it, it, it quote, it wasn't a love tap, but it wasn't like it was more than a love tap. Like it was, it was aggressive. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. And uh, he's like, Better start making some damn kicks. He said to Lambo, and he was like, Don't ever fucking kick me like that again. And Urban was like, I'm the head ball coach, I can kick whoever the fuck I want. <laughs> Those are like real quotes, like from the article that their kicker said. There's then, so much weird shit going on right I'm now. I'm sure you heard
1: about the one where where he he brought all his coaches in a meeting and then made them made all of them like defend their resume. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, I'm I'm a winner. I've won. You're a loser. Tell me why you're not a loser. Yeah. Made him all defend a resume. Yeah, that guy's crazy. I've got a um, lake house
0: paid by boosters. Okay, yeah, in Ohio. Guy's, you don't even that, know the success I've had. He's
1: a fucking nutcase. He needs. He should have been. I don't. I don't understand how he's not been fired yet. Like, <laughs> it, doesn't
0: sense. You're it really mean so. You took this crown jewel, Trevor Lawrence. That teams like two years, three years before he even came draft eligible were like fighting to get. Yeah. Like, tra- tanking on purpose for this guy and you've took him and you've turned him into I think statistically the worst quarterback in the NFL I get he's a rookie but even which and honestly
1: games that I watch uh of of the Jaguars and of Trevor Lawrence he really kind of looks like the he has nothing like he has nothing to work with he looks like the glue that's kind of not doing yeah. a very good job I think holding you've said that, that, that thing before, together yeah. he he does not look as bad as what people are making him out to be you have to think of a who is coaches and b like can you name a jaguars receiver it's not uh uh chenault chenault marvin jones is gone no marvin jones okay Okay.
0: Well, that doesn't. Yeah, matter.
1: like, but either way, he doesn't really have much to work with, and I, feel, I get that. Like, he's getting kind of a bad rap.
0: This is terrible. So they lose twenty nothing. I didn't watch the game. I don't know the game flow. I'm assuming they fell down early, but the team had eight total rushing attempts for eight yards. You got I mean James In, Robinson is should be your lone bright spot on that team. He was a Pro Bowler last year. Urban Myers six carries for four. Imagine yards.
1: Imagine throwing your fucking rookie, your rookie quarterback fucking however many times he threw him, but only running. How, imagine having a rookie
0: quarterback in the game and only running the ball eight times. That's <laughs> absolutely crazy. Lawrence did. I mean, I don't watch, I didn't, I don't watch Jaguars games cause I don't want to sit through that crap, but 40 for 220 yards and four, t- four interceptions, no touchdowns. So right. doesn't look good, but I'll, I'll take your word for it that he's that he's not as bad as the numbers look. Um, so Titans uh, win at home against the Jags, 20 to nothing. Uh, Chiefs Raiders, Chiefs have been back for weeks. Pump. yep.
1: They're back uh, on
0: their bullshit. 48 to nine uh, dominating from the first play. They recovered a fumble and returned yep. it for a touchdown on the first Raiders play. The whole uh, pregame thing. The Raiders were like, st- yeah, I mean, everybody was saying they were stomping on their logo. I didn't see they were just stomping. they were just huddled up. They were on, congregated on there. They were they were
1: all either way. Huddled. They knew exactly what they were doing and yeah. they were doing it to be like that. And then the fucking first play is a fumble recovery for a touchdown. That's hilarious.
0: It'd be different if they like the the Chiefs haven't had a whole lot of like impressive wins this season. Like where they're like mm-hmm. the 2019 or 2020 Chiefs. One of them was against the Raiders. Like the yeah. first time they played, it was like forty-one to fifteen. On, I believe it was Sunday Night Football or Monday yeah. Night Football, something like that. Yeah, so it wasn't even like it was anything warrant. It would be different if it was like the Chargers who beat them the yeah. first time or whatever. It was they've gotten. I keep forgetting that twice. that John
1: Gruden isn't the Raiders coach anymore. I, I <laughs> always forget that. I always I don't, even, I don't remember the new guy's name,
0: but I think he's going to actually keep that job. Apparently, yeah, I did too. Um, uh, so. The Raiders fall to six and seven. Chiefs are now nine and four. What's the, the Patriots? Are they nine and four? They're nine and four as well. Mm-hmm. So they're all, all the whole, there's like four teams at, in the AFC that are sitting at nine and four. Um, so we'll see who, who. Game of the week next week, Chiefs,
1: Chiefs versus Chargers. That'll be one to watch. Big, I don't know if it's prime time or not. I Chargers imagine, win that
0: game. But... I believe they're eight and five. They're number one in that division. Cause they would have yep. two victories over the Chiefs yep. and the tiebreakers. So. That'll be one to watch. It's actually tomorrow night, Thursday night football. So
1: oh, shit. Oh. Um,
0: next game, uh Saints beat the Jets on the road 30 to 9. Sweet. I guess if you're interested in like fantasy, Taysom Hill, I guess you're watching that. Uh what did he have? He ran for two touchdowns. Nice. Alvin Kamara came back. 120 yards rushing and a touchdown. So that's another fantasy thing to keep an eye on. Um other than that, I don't mean I don't think the Saints are the Saints are only a game out of the playoffs half the more than half the league i think like what is it like 20 only four teams have been eliminated and over half the league is out of the playoffs by a game so everybody's technically in it but i don't see the saints scrapping their way in uh zach wilson didn't throw a pick but (laughs) it was 19 of 42 for 202 (laughs) 19 of 42 you we have rough. to have two more like completions. He, you have to at least yeah. make it twenty something to forty two. I feel like you that's almost 90. hard to do. Like just fuck, I feel
1: like that's almost hard to do is have that many completions.
0: He led the team in rushing yards with thirty three. So there you go. Nice. Yuck. Okay. Uh, Cowboys Washington. We talked about that earlier. Cowboys beat the Redskins. Oh, Washington football team twenty seven to twenty. Like I said, it was it was not close at the beginning of the game, but they kind of came back. Cowboys still don't look great. No, I don't. I don't ever – I just don't feel
1: confident in them. Like, with a good team, like the Packers, I feel like they're a good team. They pass the eye test. The Cowboys have never, ever passed the eye test for me. I don't know if it's Dak. I don't know if it's it's the jerseys, and their jerseys remind remind me of Tony Romo. I don't know, but they've never passed the eye test.
0: Like, their defense is what's carrying them right now. Micah Parsons, Yeah, I'm not going to say he's the fucking – defensive player of the year as a rookie like everybody's jumping at Lawrence Taylor comparisons and, and crap like that but he's he's playing out of his mind I think he had two yeah. forced fumbles and two sacks something like that he's been steady he's got 12 sacks as a rookie he's kind of carrying that defense um with great secondary play Trayvon Diggs um that was a big question mark for the Cowboys the last couple of years it seems like they've invested so much all their first round picks towards defense like Uh, minus cd lamb so not all that was stupid to say but a lot of draft capital towards the defense and it's it's really winning them games right now so Dak only had 211 yards a touchdown and two picks so kind of ugly you know what's crazy tony pollard being hurt you'd be like okay now it's like zeke time to go he didn't even have the most carries Corey clement is that who that is yeah remember him and an eagle he had 13 carries to zeke's 12 yeah Yeah, like
1: junk I mean, I don't. they pay him so much fucking money. I feel like that's the only reason he hasn't been cut is because they pay him him so much goddamn money. I think
0: think he's got some kind of knee thing, but yeah. He's your
1: franchise back. He was supposed to be the fucking hot shit a couple years ago. You pay him all this money. That's why you don't give running backs a second contract. Never. Never, ever, ever, never do it. It doesn't make any sense. There's so many of them. You can get so many great running backs in late rounds of drafts i gms of nfl teams if you're listening which i know you are never draft a running back inside the third round
0: and we know from david johnson um all right we're gonna have to speed through these uh falcons at panthers uh falcons win 29 to 21 again another team i believe they're six and seven kind of came out of nowhere they're in the mix a little bit nobody thought this of the falcons um next one the seahawks Got back on track. I think actually, well, this is their second win in a row. Yeah, they beat, yeah, yeah, two wins in a row, uh, 33 to 13 against the Texans. Not a huge deal. Um, Russ had a decent game. Rashad Penny came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Finally, they drafted him in the first round, what, 2018 or something like that, a few years ago, and he's never done anything in uh, 137 yards and two touchdowns. So good for you, Rashad Penny. I picked you up in fantasy and uh, didn't start you, though, so that sucks. Um. Broncos put a whooping on the Lions at home, thirty-eight to ten. A lot of people kind of had a, a Lions in this one like back-to-back sneaky. Yeah, like, wasn't there? Not not there. I can't.
1: I can't say I wouldn't have been with him if I would have bet this week. But for some reason, I just feel like the Lions are always due. They're always due for another one. Yeah, not but. to
0: not to bring bring everything down, but this was like, if you were to bet on this game, you put a hundred grand on like the Bron the emotional factor of the Broncos and Demarius Thomas passing away this past week. Like they had to, like, you don't bet against a team like that. And that's That's a a
1: good thing to bet against. Yeah.
0: There's a a few very cool things. Like uh, they had the 88 decals on the helmets. I think even Hopkins did. And uh, his number paid on the sideline. Justin Simmons had an awesome pick, ran over and put the ball on the, on the logo. So grew up watching Demarius Thomas. That's like one of those like receivers that like was there whenever, we come up watching the league. The big Tebow yeah. touchdown in the playoffs, like great player for a long time. So, R.I.P. Demarius Thomas, RIP. and the Broncos uh, win on his behalf. So, uh, moving on, Chargers beat the Giants at home, thirty-seven to twenty-one. Another thirty-five plus point game from the Chargers. Care um, of getting hot at the right time. Or are we jumping? I think. I think, might be <laughs> I might I think be I'm on the Chargers now. What the fuck? What happened? They went, against, just, they went against they went against the Bengals and they beat a shitty Giants team and now the now you're well, on the Chargers. most importantly, they want me money. Okay, fair. um,
1: and then they beat the Giants who has Mike Glennon, Giant. Mike Glennon as their starting quarterback.
0: <laughs> well, I'll give it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad you're with us. Shout out to Luke. He's a Chargers fan. Uh, future. Do you want to? So,
1: bet. Um, do you want to bet on the on who's going to get first in the in that division? Because I take mean, the Chargers
0: i don't like it enough to bet against you like if well, i felt just a smidge more towards the chiefs i would do you it you see everyone is the listening, chiefs you will see,
1: but- you see he talks all this shit like i'm not a good gambler and like i i don't know what i'm doing but then he's too fucking big of a pussy i'm literally giving you i wasn't going to put any kind of stipulation on it It was gonna be straight up you get the chiefs i get the chargers you really don't you wouldn't take that that makes no sense you're just scared of me because i'm a gambling guy and that's Bayer. That's I, fine. no
0: fuck you. You can't turn this against me. I the Chargers are mine. And now you're gonna take them and be like, I like the Chargers. Fine. I'll take the fucking Chiefs. I don't okay, care then I'll take that. Just kidding. No, that would so not going to that. See, he's but scared. I still-
1: he talks all this smack, but he's scared of me and my gambling ability.
0: And screw up. I like I like the Chargers. And yes, they are getting back on track.
1: I'm on the Chargers, Chargers fans. You guys have been in my DMs like crazy. I'm on the Chargers now. You're welcome. They're gonna start winning ball games. You're welcome.
0: Mm-hmm. They didn't need you. They're eight and five now. Uh this was out without uh Keenan Allen, who was out with COVID. COVID is oh. crazy right
1: now. Uh, Austin uh, Eckler got hurt as well. Did he? Um he's on my fantasy team. And Mike Williams is also on my fantasy team. He's got a hurt heel. Uh a little fantasy talk. Yep. Eckler's hurt. Uh Mike Williams is hurt. Is that Hopkins? What gonna play or not? Eckler is uh he practiced today, and so did Mike Will, Mike uh, uh Williams, Mike but it was a walkthrough. Will. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Nah. They both practiced today, but it was just a walkthrough. Um Hopkins is also a
0: starter on my fantasy team. We're not we Third. don't give, we're not going into your fantasy team. It's cool. That's fine. Hopkins is also you. on my fantasy team. Used I like out. that you're trying, but that's fine. But Keenan <laughs> Allen will be back on Thursday night. So that I mean it'll be a fun game to watch. Chargers getting hot. We'll see what happens. I'm rooting for them. Um Niners. At Bengals, that was kind of a crazy game. The, the yeah. Niners win 26-23 in overtime. Um, but the Bengals were down a lot and came back. It's one of those, like, Joey Joe Burrow, like, just kind of has it. Like, he looks he looks like the a franchise thing, quarterback. Yeah. He's got that it factor. yeah. And he I made a he couple awesome throws down the stretch to force overtime. Uh, two touchdowns to Jamar, Jamar Chase, I think, or something. But his teeth look too fake they're
1: fake they're fake now he got them veneer things but they look too fake is that real uh, yes yeah, they're real Pay. i think they play this yeah they're they play this this next sunday right or are they on a buy
0: what are you talking about dude the bangles who play who who do they are
1: they on a buy next week or do they play i don't know why <laughs> why what does it have on to do sunday with if they play pay attention to just or or uh, they play fucking, the Broncos. Yeah. Pay attention to Joe Burrow and his teeth. That's what I was getting at. His teeth are fake. He got new teeth. They're fake. And what they don't look as good his... as what he probably hoped that they would. What happened
0: to his real
1: teeth? He got veneers. You know what know are. I don't know what you.
0: Why would he do that? Unless he people got his...
1: get veneers. All it's like if your teeth aren't perfect, people get veneers. Veneers are basically like dentures. Like they're, they're fake teeth. People do that literally all the time.
0: <laughs> I've never. Heard, this is. This has been dental talk. on You've never heard stone. of what veneers are? Your girlfriend no, was dude. a dental
1: or your fiance was going to be a dental hygienist. You don't <laughs> know what veneers are? <laughs> I mean, I know what they are. I thought it was just like, if you get your fucking teeth knocked out. You no, get Joe Burrow got veneers. He did. Look it up. <laughs> I guarantee if I Google right now,
0: Joe Burrow veneers, it'll pop up. All right. This is all right. This has gone too far. Cool. I mean, I'll check it out after we get done recording. Everybody home, Google it. Check it out. I guess Joe Burrow got, got veneered. No,
1: no, no. You're going to make me out to be, uh, to sound like a dumbass. And I was just, a I just don't know how you know that, that he did. But no. you look at him. You can tell the way his, you just Why look at his dude. You can tell it? that
0: they're fake. I don't get
1: that. Because they look
0: perfect or too perfect. I want to look up a picture and show you so okay, you can fucking it. see it. No, I believe you. It's fine. Okay. Let's, <laughs> can we move on? Um. Anyway. uh. Niners beat the Bengals. They're sitting at the sixth seed in the playoffs currently. So currently, well, I didn't bring this up earlier. The Cardinals would face seeds stay the same. Three would play six, and the six is the Niners. So we would play the Niners first in the playoffs. So that's interesting.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: We'd have to beat him three times. That would be tough to do, but yep. I think we'd be up for it. Um, Bill's Bucks, Bucks hang on in overtime, as we said earlier. Fuck, there was the Bills, another game where they were down early. A lot of big blowouts, it seemed like, in the early game set, and then there were blots and teams came back. The Bills yep. stormed back, and at the very end, there was that Stefan Diggs no-pass interference call that kind of screwed them over and forced them to kick a field goal instead of ending it right there in regulation. Kicked field goal and it goes to OT, and I think the Bills even got the ball first punted and then Brady finished it off on a touchdown but I could be wrong either way it was a short fucking check down to Rashad Perriman and he took it the way the rest of the way But everybody's sweet. like Tom Brady oh my god overtime dime there was fucking he had 10 yards of separation on on it was a perfectly called play a crosser or Rashad Perriman's guy gets stuck behind or uh, chases Mike Evans and there's nobody within 10 yards of Perriman Brady literally goes Ding, and he brings it 60 yard for a touchdown whoa goat tom brady great hater. throw it was crazy hater sorry that i am a hater but that's it bothers me um sunday night football bears packers for a second we thought the bears were going to help us out in yeah. the first half it looked good we were all we were all bears fans and then uh that didn't happen aaron Rodgers played yeah. Perfectly, and the the Packers dominated in the second half.
1: If Andy Dalton starts another game with a healthy Justin Fields, that would fucking blow my mind. Because watching the Bears with an, with a with a healthy Justin Fields versus whenever they played the Cardinals in Chicago with Andy Dalton, it was like almost night and day.
0: oh it was gross. I mean, they looked competent in that first. Yeah, half I feel like they so. looked
1: way better with with Justin Fields.
0: Yeah. Hot take. So Packers forty five, Bears thirty, and that's the NFL roundup. So. Heading into week 15, four games left, 10 and three, still first in the NFC West. Uh, Still control their destiny in the division. Need some help in the conference, but we'll see what happens. Like I said, we're going to be in the playoffs. Who knows what happens when you get in? We'll see. So got anything else left to say? Uh, Joe Burrow has veneers. Look it up. All right. I'm going to Google that after we get over. Okay. So, Right on. All right, everybody. See you next week. Go birds. Peace.